We in the office. There's a price you pay for the game you play. Oh! We in the office. Oh! Good morning, everybody. How y'all feeling today? Buenos dias, bitches and niggas. I mean, buenos dias, family. How y'all doing? <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm going to let y'all know right now, I'm going to be on some shit for the next couple episodes. I'm going to be on some shit. I'm, I'm straight savage mode. Not even a question. Everybody says I'm a dick. It's time to show them how big of a dick I am. Pause. Now, we're going to be hitting some feelings, man. I'm going to be pulling some fucking heartstrings today. Um, lately, or as of late, I've been seeing a lot of people in their feelings. So, Today, we're going to be touching on the straw that broke the camel's back. What is your breaking point? What is going to get you to change those things that you no longer want in your life or things that no longer serve purpose in your life? When is enough enough? How much can you take? Why do you have to reach a breaking point before you decide to cut ties or decide to let go? Mm. These are all questions that you need to be asking yourself and that you should be asking yourself on a regular basis if you live in a toxic environment. If not, then I guess, you know, if it don't apply, then let it fly, right? That should apply to everything. And I'm going to keep it a stack. Ready? Your job, your relationships, right? The way you mm-hmm. feel about certain things. It, that shit applies to everything. Everyone wants to act as if things are more than what it is. And it's okay myself included, right? There's been many times where I've reached breaking points where I'm just like, fuck out of here. I'm not doing this, right? And then I refuse to go back to those certain things. Facts. So I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to speak on it. However, let's begin, right? Let's touch on relationships. So, you know, it's the holidays. Some people really can't spend the holidays alone. And that's that's okay, you know? it's It's a sensitive time for many people right? Especially people that don't have family or don't have loved ones around. However, when you start to really sit back and analyze what's missing or why you feel the way you feel, you start to realize that there are certain relationships in your life that you shouldn't hold on to anymore, that have outgrew their purpose for you, right? Because everyone comes into your life with a purpose, whether they're there for a long time, short time, teach you something, or they're there forever, and how that relationship unfolds strictly depends on how the two individuals or the people or the individuals, period, within that group grow together. Because if there's mm-hmm. no growth, that means you motherfuckers are stagnant. If you motherfuckers are stagnant, y'all ain't going nowhere. And chances are y'all are miserable. Let's keep with it a comfort, stack. With comfort comes complacency, you know. Um, and uh, one of the big things that I have, you know, noticed over the course of, you know, my life and growing up is that when it comes to these holidays, man, like, it's a, like you said, it's a sensitive time. You know, it's the energy. It's something we've been conditioned to, you know, family, uh, friends, you know, just being around others during this time. That's one reason why, you know, suicide rates go up around this time of year. That's one reason why, you know, uh, the people's uh, demons come out around this time of year, because people don't like to be alone, especially at such a jolly and merry time. And at this point, people start to get desperate. You know, you mm-hmm. stressed out about bills, you stressed out about gifts, you stressed out about being alone. And that's when you get desperate for uh, finances, you get desperate for a company and you invite these toxic ass motherfuckers back into your life just to give them another chance. So you don't have to be alone during this time. And it's um, I feel like it does more damage than it does anything else, especially when we're talking about these toxic ass relationships. Facts. So my thing is this. 
the whole premise for this particular episode is talking about reaching that breaking point. So I see a few people um, over the week who was talking about, you know, they're throwing subliminals, right? One thing about me, I fucking um, subs to me. It's like, why throw subs when you can just reach out to whoever you're trying to reach out and tell them what you got to tell them. Put a name on it. <laughs> For real. Like, seriously, just whatever it is, something is bothering you, you feel the type of way, say that shit, right? Or call me or whatever the fuck. Facts, yeah, say that, that shit how you feel. So you ain't a reason to hold that shit in. Like you holding Absolutely it in not. and throwing subs for what? Like that is that really accomplishing? Did you just want to say it? You know, you just wanted it to be. So you are you hoping that they see it instead of being more direct and coming straight to you know, telling them motherfucker exactly how you feel. You know, because that's that that that's one thing about this whole communication thing is it's a two way street. However, the person that I'm particularly talking about right now is a is actually three friends of mine. And they're all in relationships. They're all fucking miserable, like completely fucking miserable. And yesterday I was driving, bro. I had a, a short moment when I stopped. I looked at some shit. I'm just like, yo, if you're so fucking miserable, why the fuck do you continue to be in a relationship? Why? What the fuck is it? You know, you throwing subs. This nigga ain't shit. You're never going to get what you want. You're not happy. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro. Move the fuck on already. You know what you want. You know you deserve better. You know what you're worth. Why do you continue to put yourself in a situation and then expect niggas to throw a pity party for you? Fuck out of here. Fuck you and your pity party. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Because well, I'm it's like, because, yo. It's, it's because people are afraid to be alone. You know, you've put so much time and effort into this one situation that you just continuously hope that things would get better. You wish that, you know, things would be better. You know that this person is better than what they are showing you, or at least you believe that. And um, it gets to the point where it's like you get so lost in the hope and belief that things can change and that things can be better that, you know, you you lose time. You know, you really do. You get lost in how long this shit been going on. You've been so miserable for so fucking long that you start to say, well, what's another day? You know, and motherfuckers forget that tomorrow's not promised. You need to be living your best life now while you still got life because all of this time that you don't waste it so far. And I know sometimes, you know, the good things are so great. You know, when things are good, they're great. But do those good times outweigh the bad times? Are you more happy than you are fucking miserable in your life? And if the answer is no, then some things need to fucking change. And at this point in time, during this time of the year, this time of season, when everything else is dying, this is the perfect time to let those relationships die as well. That way you can start the, the process of regrowth. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You're right. And I want to say something. I apologize. I apologize. I may have been coming a little bit hot. Sorry. Right. You're right, bro. I'm going to tone it down a notch. I'm realizing. Cause listen, yeah, you super fucking aggressive. Jeez. Hey, please. That's the type of time I'm on. That's the type of time. I'm on. Fuck you, nigga. That's the type of time I'm on. Like, it sounds so personal. It sounds not, so personal. I swear it's not personal. You know what it is, man? I truly care about these people. I care about these people. The thing is, I can't go and live their relationships for them, right? Facts. So because I care, that is how upset I am because I know they deserve better. I know they want better, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely don't you just right. want to shake the shit out of a motherfucker? Like, wake up, bitch. Bro, wake, I, be, I do. Wake up. You don't understand, wake bro. Up, dumb <laughs> I do. And that's why I'm so angry because I know you deserve better. But I also understand that it's not easy, right? It's not easy. Because what happens, people are afraid to be alone. And that's a, that's a fact, myself included. For many years, I was afraid of being alone. It wasn't until like I had some real people 
right? Real family, real friends that set me aside and was like, listen, you need some time alone, my nigga. You included, nigga. It's not all you, nigga, but you included. You, you're like a good chunk of it. <laughs> you said, I caught that nigga. Humble yourself, nigga. Sit down. <laughs> so it wasn't until they pulled me aside. I was like, listen, bro, you have not spent time on yourself. You have not spent time alone since I've met you. You've been on go. And honestly, bro, this last year, keep it a stack. You know, I've had some interpersonal relationships, but I've spent a lot of this year alone. And I realized, especially through these holidays and shit, it's like, yo, I know what needs to happen, right? I can't come to the table and expect the person to give me 100% of themselves when I'm not there at that level. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It's not going to work. So I get the fact that it's not easy to just step away from five, six, seven years. However, if you are so fucking miserable, everyone knows you're miserable, and you over here trying to hold on to something that's never going to be anything, you are the problem, and you're fucking frustrating me. And I low-key just want to cut you out of my life just so I don't have to see this shit because it's miserable. If I care about you, bro, it's like I'm I'm now putting energy into this shit. And that's off the simple fact that I fucks with you or I mm-hmm. care about you or I love you. However, I personally don't want to see someone who I care about go through shit. You can't save somebody that wants to drown, though. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like if you got somebody that's you motherfucker can swim, they can swim on their own. They have they are more than capable of swimming on their own, but they force themselves to drown. They like the feeling of being breathless. You know what I'm saying? As some as some type of sick hold that maybe this energy has on them, or maybe it's some, some inner issues, some inner demons that they're not dealing with. But at the end of the day, it is self-inflicted. You I'll tell you what, what it is. So, so it's just like when, when that happens, uh, 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 another thing that comes to mind is Will. Shout out to Will Smith. Uh, he had stated a few years ago before this whole red table bullshit came out. He said, I can't make you happy. You have Facts. to be happy. You know, it's not my job to make you happy. You Facts. Know, that's However, that this is also on you. This is also the same person who who openly stated like last week that he showed his grandmother uh, him and Jada sex tape. This is also the same person who also was so vindictive and petty, right, because of the the uh, infidelity within the relationship who went out and just became a sex addict. Right. This, I mean, like I'm not poking, I'm not poking holes, this nigga. I've used that quote many times. However, when I really sit back now that I have more information, because we talked about this shit last week and I analyze what's going on, that nigga is not happy and they have not been happy for a very, very long time, but you know, what's going on. It's crazy. You brought this up because it's going to come full circle to my point. The fact that they've been together for so long, they don't see an out, right? Mm. And that is what a lot of these relationships come down to. Many people within these relationships for these, for you know, that for relationships that have been going on for so long, they feel like, fuck it, we here. We're getting time. Time does not equate to happiness. Time does not equate to being better or the hope of being better. And that's what it is. Many but, people have wait, real hope. quick, but you know, also time equates to experience experience can equate to growth if done correctly if you False. can sit down get the fuck out of here if you can sit, if you can sit i said if done correctly are you missing what the fuck i'm saying or you Mm-mm. just want to argue today do you just want to argue I'm today? no you said time that, that, equates that, to experience that's false if, if done correctly if done okay. correctly go ahead i'll let you finish okay. and i'll explain why. all right now like i was finish. saying mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. time Fuck you. equates <clears throat> to experience and can experience can equate to growth. So you can take that time and you can learn from your past mistakes. If you if you're dealing with somebody who really wants you to be better and wants to be better, then with that time that you're putting into this relationship, with the experiences that you're gaining from this relationship, you know what to look out for in the future. You know the red flags. And hopefully, if you're dealing with the right person, they can teach you how to grow or you guys could help each other grow together. You're supposed to pour into each other when it comes to these different relationships. And that time together, like I said, it, looking at my relationship, right? Me and Shorty, we've been together. We've known each other 10 years now. The time that we've put in, the experience that we've had together, the way that we've been able to communicate and really want better for each other has equated to a more healthy relationship. We communicate better and in real life, like motherfuckers is happy. Now you can go ahead and say your piece. I about to say, are you finished? Good. Uh, two things. First of all, these people that I'm, I'm specifically talking about are not you and your woman. That's the first thing, right? Because right. you guys are not the people that I'm talking about. This particular Nigga, chapter, I know that. <laughs> all right. So this particular this particular part of the conversation does not apply to you guys because you guys are not fucking miserable. That's the first thing. Second of all, the reason why I say time does not equate to experience, because like I said, when I open this conversation up, people have been doing the same song and dance, right? For how long? That's time. But the thing is, no matter how many times they may try to tweak something or change something, they still come back with the end result. So all they're really doing is they're stuck in that fucking vicious cycle of repeating the same thing. That's why I said it does not equate to experience. However, exactly. There you go. However, right, comma, when you are doing this with different people, or you're trying, you're trying new things with different people, or you're trying new things and both parties are working on working on different things and stuff like that, then you may get different results. However, the people that I'm specifically talking about when it comes to relationships and not and and that breaking point, they're not doing these things. It's the same fucking cycle. It's really emotional and mental abuse to keep it a stack, but facts. And spiritual <laughs> abuse too. Facts. So that is why I said, no, it does not equate. You cannot compare the two. There is certain circumstances that must be met in order to get experience. Because let me tell you right now, if I literally, if my job was to sit there and staple papers, right? That's all I do. Let's say I get paid 70K to staple papers all day. God damn. I've been doing it for seven years, let's say, right? At the end of the day, how much experience do I have? You probably a mean motherfucker with a stapler. <laughs> probably, but I'm limited. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is why I you personally staple the shit out of some paper. <laughs> I'm talking. You probably do little little tricks with the stapler and shit. You probably I'm talking yeah. like you a gunslinger with that stapler, my nigga. You a fool, bro. You know you the different fool. brands. You know the difference between different brands of staples. Like, oh yeah, them staple staples. They don't staple that good, but the Walmart brand that's a real yeah. high quality product. Like, that shit so, gets ten stacks right there. Listen, but even in that shit, your your fucking experience is limited, though. You know what I'm saying? It's a stapler. Yeah, I guess limited. At best, I can I know good quality paper, and I would know good staples at best. But the shit is limited. That is why I said it doesn't apply. But like I said, what is it? What is it that's gonna wake these people up and let them know, yo, listen? It's time, bro. It's time. You know what? You're blocking your blessings. There's somebody out there for you. Who is going to make you tremendously happy? I have stressing Trem- and missing a blessing. Oh, facts, bro. Over some dumb shit. Over some dumb shit. Mm. Because you want what everybody else has. You know, and I, I talk about this all the time. Relationships, relationships, relationships. Everybody just wants that other person. 
I personally, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm going to say this shit. I'm going to say how I feel. I personally believe, right, that a person cannot satisfy all your needs. One person cannot satisfy all your needs. I don't believe it, man. I'm As time is going on, as I'm getting older and I'm seeing shit, I'm like, I don't believe, you can't fucking sell me that one person can satisfy all your needs. Even in the most happiest relationships, you need time apart. You need friends. You need other. You need other people in your life, right? Because if it was one person, you would drive yourself fucking insane, right? I'm not I'll talking go. about sex. I'm talking about other aspects of life. I was about to say, boy, it's not like you're trying to go poly out here pimping. No, no, no. I'm not talking about sex. I'm just talking about like I'm talking. I'm like real shit. I'm talking about like on an emotional level. Right on a on a friendship level, on a mental well, level, you just that you poly, other that, relationships. That, that poly shit is deeper than sex, but that's a conversation for a different day. You continue yeah. though. I'm not touch. I'm not touching that shit. Nowhere near that. I'm just <laughs> saying, <laughs> one person cannot satisfy all your needs. It's impossible. It is impossible. Just keep. I'm being honest. That's my opinion. Whether you agree or disagree, you're gonna have to prove to me otherwise. Right. But people are being are being shown this shit on social media. Oh my god, we're so happy. Meanwhile, this nigga's choking his bitch out behind closed doors, right? right. Or she be slapping the shit out of him for no reason. Anytime he get up to sing a slow jam, here she come and rock his shit. Yup. Or she be or she be giving him or she be giving him yo, there was a thing that I learned. Like, I forgot what it's called to be exact, but there's there, you know, she'll be in the corner giving this nigga mean eyes and shit. He's conditioned to know, yo, when she look at me like that, oof. I'm in some shit like all that shit is toxic as fuck, bro. That's not what happy relationships look like. But you're but people are showing you that. Oh, we're so happy. We're so happy. We're so happy. Fuck out of here. Listen, nobody's happy. It's a it's a roller coaster. It's a up and it's a down. Like you said, as long as the ups outweigh the down, you guys are good. If you're in a green, you're rocking. It's like a fire extinguisher. This is how I look at relationships. It's a fire extinguisher. As long as you're in the green, you're good. You could do too much or you could do too little. But as long as you're in the green, you're great. And that's the key. Stay in the green. Stay in the green. And that is this it for relationships. Shit sounds so personal. God <laughs> damn, my nigga. Sit down on the couch. Tell me about your childhood. Are you okay? Do you I'm need sure, a bro. hug, my nigga? Go on. <laughs> God damn, this shit. Nah. You, you could tell you, your foot was shaking that whole time, wasn't it? No, nah, I'm straight, bro. I am straight. <laughs> I'm telling you, they not going to like me. I'm on some other shit. These next couple episodes, I'm on some other shit. I'm telling you right now. I'm starting this new year. I'm starting this new year off right. Telling you right now, bro. We we on some shit. You're fucking right, yeah. man. So uh, the, we, we touched on relationships. We can talk on careers, right? So mm. uh, when is enough enough with your career? Uh, my decision to leave my career field, you know, to leave the, the military was real simple. It was like I wasn't happy no more. You know, I, I felt as though um, I was expendable, which you are in the military. You know, it's going to be another person to come and take your spot whenever you get up to go. So it is what it is. But I I weighed more. I had more faith in myself, more belief in myself and my future and knew that I, I, I was destined for, for better things for my family. So I decided to that was the straw that broke the camel's back. That last promotion I missed, that last promotion I missed. Facts. If I if I would have got promoted, it might have been a different stayed. story. Yep. But the fact of like me getting into that bullshit, you know, that unnecessary bullshit where they fucked me over and mm-hmm. I got a bad rating and then I tested for that E5 spot and I missed it by a fraction of a point. I missed it by a fraction of a point, not even a whole point. I missed it by a fraction of a point. 
And that's where I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm done. And I, mm. I took my talents to South Beach or to uh, <laughs> Central PA. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and there's a lot of people that I know this shit resonates with. Whenever you have to get up and go to work and you are like, fuck, like, I really don't want to be here. I don't want to do this shit no more. I am miserable. Whenever you have that moment, it's time to start looking for another job. Or it's time to start figuring out a way for you to be happy. Because I'm telling you right now, you got to look at it like this, bro. Like you said a little while ago, we don't have a long time. Mm. right? We don't have a long time. So if you're getting up every single day, right, and you have to ask someone for time off, you have to ask, can you do this? Can I do this? It's like, what is that? That's, that's a different type of, that's a different type of prison. It's a different type of prison, bro. It's, it's insane. You have to truly sit back and be like, all right, I'm done. And I get it. Niggas like, yo, I got bills. I got kids to feed. Okay. Yeah. How much time you spend on social media? How much time you spend going out doing shit? How much time do you spend on unnecessary shit that's not going to make you money? Right? There's mm. so much money out here. Just last week, I was talking to you about doing some shit. And you was like, nigga, are you retarded? Are you crazy? And I was like, yo, what the fuck was I thinking? Get it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. However, if you're smarter than that, you're better than that. And you know that. Do better. Yeah. Uh, be in case y'all wondering. In case y'all wondering what he was talking about, this nigga was talking about picking up stripping. I told this nigga, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why the fuck would you, how would you demean yourself like that? And he was like, hey, bro, that's the times calls for different measures. <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. You stupid, nigga. Oh, my God. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, when my you get up. going to be popping. And shit, okay, that my, my shit will be popping, too. I'll be doing some weird shit on that. Anyway, listen. Pause. When you get up in the morning, right? You get up in the morning and you're sitting, you're like, driving in your car or you're taking the train or you're taking the bus, whatever, or you're commuting to work and you have this feeling of like, fuck, that's not for you, man. That is not for you. People should like feel happy. You should feel like at least on a scale from one to 10, you should be hitting like a six or seven for how you feel about your job. If you're an eight and a nine and you love what you do, even though it has its bullshit because every job, everything has its bullshit. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But you should be hitting like a six or seven. Like, you know what? I'm nigga, happy to happiness here. don't pay these bills, nigga. Happiness don't put food in my baby's mouth. I don't give a fuck about all that other bullshit. Like, nigga, fuck what you talking about. Because it's real easy to say this type of shit, but it's so much harder to take that leap and start from the bottom and have to. Like, who the fuck gonna pay my bills? Who the fuck gonna feed my kids, nigga? I don't give a fuck about that happiness shit. I'm talking about, mm. oh, yeah, you got all this time in a day. Nigga, I work 12 hours a fucking day. I sleep mm. for fucking six. I got four <laughs> hours. Like, what the fuck mm. else I'm gonna do for the four hours? I'm gonna fucking eat, and I'm gonna chill for a second because all I'm doing is fucking working. So you talking all this happiness bullshit and yada, 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 yada. Like, yep. you don't know what the fuck I'm going through. Go ahead. Great. That's it. Are you done? Is you finished? I'm done. Fuck what you is talking you about, nigga. Is you finished? Okay, cool. What else can you do besides go fucking work? You telling me you have no other skills? You telling nope. me you don't have no other talents? I ain't got shit. Then maybe you need to start fucking sitting back and reevaluating yourself. Because the same motherfuckers that go to work for 16 hours a day, 12 hours a day, the same motherfuckers that have talents, skills, and the abilities to make money on the side. And when you at work for that long, your ass ain't fucking working. Your ass ain't working, working. You don't know what the fuck I do, nigga. I work in a nigga, fucking warehouse, nigga. Like, what the fuck is you? Who the fuck are you to tell me that I listen, I got all this extra time? Nigga, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If you have that, if you don't have that much time where you can't sit down and come up with a hustle, 
you're wrong. You're failing. And I feel for you. I really do. I really do. But what happens if they let you go tomorrow? Then what? What happens when they say banks, nigga? Nah, fuck that. What happens when they say you're expendable? (laughs) What happens when they say, listen, I'm sorry, your service is no longer needed after you done put so much time and effort into a company or business or anything that doesn't give a fuck about you? Then what? Mm, Now you mm. don't have a fallback plan. How many Mm. people you know that don't have a fallback plan because all they keep saying is, I don't have this, I don't have that. And a personal aspect of this you know coming from a real that that other bullshit i was talking y'all that was just me just you know trying to play trying to play both sides yeah that was but from this from speaking from experience you know and you know i i I watched this shit happen to somebody i looked up to a motherfucker put all of his time was working fucking 14 15 16 hour days at this for this company right for fucking 15 years 16 years and then they decided to outsource they gave this motherfucker two months notice and they picked up and left and went, took their talents to fucking Mexico. And he had nothing. All he knew was manual labor. That's all he knew. He wasn't thinking about no side hustles. He wasn't thinking about none of that shit because he was so dependent on his current career, his current, where he was at. He was going to live and die in this plant. You understand what I'm saying? And now, you know, after all of these years, still, all he does is it's just manual labor. It's just he he's a real life definition of a field Negro. That's what he does. That's all he's good for is manual labor. He has never taken the time to take a chance on himself. Very artistic brother. I mean, he was very gifted with the hands, but he didn't have the convenience or the motivation to step out and take a chance on himself. And so now he's going to die miserable working until the day that, you know, he takes his last breath, which is really fucked up. It's super sad, you know, but that's a reality. And that was a real cautionary tale for me as to why I decided to say, fuck it, man, and chase a dream. Like, what what can you what can you get by by doing something? You know what I'm saying? Experience. You know, it's a lesson learned. If you if it don't work out, hey, it don't work out. But at least you can you can die saying, at least I tried. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the big thing. That's the one thing I, I would like to you know, my, my and, two cents on the topic. No, nah, no. Nah, and I'm going to also use you as an example again. Right. I'm not even going to touch me. Nigga, you work about you work about a good amount of hours as well. Right. You only get two days off the week, two days off a week. And I'm not trying to put your business out there. But like I even I hit you like, oh, you could do this. You could do that. And you're like, nigga, I'm at work right now. I'm working right now. Like this weekend. I was like, bro, you could do this. You could do that. Like I have I have all the answers. Right. I don't. I really don't. But I was I was talking as if I do. And you was like, nigga, I'm at work right now. And I was like, oh, shit, this yeah. nigga's working right now. And even you. Right. If you're not with your family, if you're not at work, you are out getting ready to hustle and secure an income. See, the things that you're doing, the things that you are doing right now, you're setting yourself up to eventually overtake your job. I'm telling you right now, it's only a matter of time. Time is the only thing that you need. But you're already putting pieces in play to financially set you up to where you don't have to work. Fact. Or at least you can work to do shit that you like that and I you want to do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So even you who really does not have time, who has bills, who has a family, who has to do all these other things, you're doing that. Myself included. It's like, yo, when, not if, but when that day comes where they're like, yo, you got to go. Or, hey, this came up or this happened. What is your fallback plan? And I know we were we were bantering, we were going back and forth about this shit, and it sounded somewhat comical, but real shit, there is a lot of people that don't have a backup plan. 
So Facts. that is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back and niggas is going to be down and out, right? Now you have to go to the lowest form. You got to start back from the bottom and you don't have nothing. And it sucks being down there. Trust me. It desperate fucking sucks times being down there. call for desperate measures. So when motherfuckers get desperate, you put them in a corner. Now, you know, they were going to do some shit. They were going to sacrifice, you know, some morals or they were going to sacrifice some shit. They, they, they're, when you get desperate, people are going to take from you all that they can, you know, because they want to see exactly how much they could strain out of you. And this comes to relationships. It comes to your boss. It comes to your significant other, whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck you're talking about. Family. You know, when, when, pe when people see you desperate, that's when, you know, the fangs come out, which is really sad, man. It's sad, you know, that that's what we are as a society, but it's a reality that you got to face, you know? Mm. So it's all, it is completely up to you. I know we, I, like I said, it sounds so much easier said than done. Everybody got their struggles, myself included. However, I'm making sure that that shit won't ever, ever, ever happen again. Fucking right. One time's good enough for me, my nigga. Seriously. Take that L and turn it into a lesson. It ain't got to be a loss. Facts. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with this and then we're going to keep it moving. When it comes to the, the negativities in your life, right now is a perfect time for you to really sit down and, and do some self-evaluation, especially if you're alone. And look at what you want out of life. Write it down. You know, what you want out of this next year. Write that shit down. And what you can do without. What's the things you want to change? Now's the time to really take that step and make that move and say, you know what, fuck it. 2022 is not going to be 2021. This next Facts. year is going to be the best year of my fucking life. And this is the time where you can fucking declare that shit and make it happen. Stop being a little pussy and take a chance on yourself. Take a chance on your happiness. Facts. And listen, it may not be the best year. However, I know the whole year ain't going to be bad. People always focus on the negative. Always, right? One thing I've learned, especially going through counseling and talking to different people and engaging with people at a higher intellectual level, or at least people that I think have a higher intellectual level, one thing they always state to me is that one negative thing would take 50 positive things to counteract that shit. The negative shit is an anchor and it truly holds us down. But if you continue to just be positive and put that positive shit out there, I promise you, you're going to start seeing that, yo, things are not that bad. And even all bad things have a way of showing us positivity. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Yep. So, like I said, choice is yours. The choice is fucking yours. But there, people love to wait to the last minute, bro. And they reach that point where it's like, I can't take no more. And by then, it's too late. It's too late. And then the time that is wasted, the money, the effort, the energy, it's like, yo, I just want to just want to wash my hands with shit. And sometimes, bro, it could have been stopped way before that. Ignoring way the, before the that. warning signs, ignoring the red flags. So now we recognize those red flags and we're going to take our fucking destiny into our own hands. Get off your ass. Get on your feet if you want to compete. God damn it. And OK, and let this let's let's make this the last thing. Right. Family. Or relatives, I'm gonna call it. people who, no matter how much you wish you are not related to them, they are right. They seem mm -hmm. to be habitual line steppers, right? Habitual, habitual line steppers, especially when it comes to like holiday time, right? Or mm -hmm. y'all yeah, get together, you know, you got Uncle Larry in here doing some wild shit, you know, these type mm -hmm. of people is what I'm talking about. Just because you have relatives in your lives does not mean that they continuously get to cross that line or make you feel some type of way. It is okay to separate yourself 
from relatives, right, for your own peace. That is fine. And we give them the 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 excuse, or you know, what I'm saying we we justify this shit by saying, "Oh, family, you know, blood is mm-hmm. sticking in water," and that's bullshit. I got I got family that ain't blood, and I got blood that ain't family. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I I I learned that from a very cold motherfucker in my family. You know that you have to protect your peace. You got to protect your family. You got to protect what's yours. And just because you family don't mean that a person gets the the green light to do and treat you however the fuck they want to. So if, like he said, if you need to separate yourself, then separate yourself. It is what it is. You know, motherfuckers done lived through all this trauma all their life and justified all this trauma because, oh, well, that's how your grandmama did it. But that's how your great grandmama did it. And it's like, no, nigga, like, I'm not them. X. Got to break the cycle. That's right. I'm not I'm not going to sit here and put up with this shit when I don't have to. When you really don't have to. And that's and that's exactly what it comes down to. I'm telling you right now, a lot of motherfuckers sit back and let family do them far worse than any stranger ever could. Facts. Hey. Hey, and, and, and multiple times, multiple right. times, allow this shit to happen. All, you don't get all, a pass. All because they family. It's like, no, man, that's not, that doesn't give somebody the right to do what they want to just because they're your family, you know? Facts. If anything, you should be more critical of them because they are your family. If I should feel safe, if I should feel protected, if I should feel reinforced or, you know, like I got secure, if I if I if if I should feel security any place else, it should be with my family. That should yes. be the one place that I feel safe at. Right. Where you can come to and everyone and everyone can be like, yo, we're good. It's a safe yep. space, baby. Yep. Unfortunately, it's not like that for everybody. But hey, like I said, the straw that broke the fucking camel's back. Mm-hmm. What would it be for you? Anywho. This was a very productive episode. Came in on 10, but it's, you know, we winding down now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad we were able to level out. We came in with a little bit of turbulence, you know, yeah. but once we hit cruise and altitude, things smoothed out a little bit. So Kinda. thank you guys for, for buckling up and, and riding us out with us. We appreciate you. I'm Say. I'm Mo, and this was Say How You Feel. Y'all know where to find us at, because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here right now. We appreciate your time. We love you. Peace.